and you've thought, oh man, this is scary, sometimes you get pushed off the precipice. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. The New Hope Network is live and here. My name is Barry. And I'm Michelle. And we're here to share with you coping skills that could be helpful for you or a friend of yours. Maybe somebody you know is going through a dark time. Maybe you're going through a dark time. This is your opportunity to learn what can you do to move forward. Or if I can throw this in there, maybe you're not going through a dark time. Maybe things are pretty easy breezy right now, but it's still wise to have a toolbox with some tools. I love, I love that imagery of a toolbox. The box. toolbox, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. life does get hard. Well, it does get hard, and it quite often happens when it gets hard unexpectedly. And that may be the first rule of thumb that we've been talking about. Is it You walk often, around the corner and bam. All of a sudden hits you in the face. Yep. And something you were surprised by. You lost your job. You went in that work that day thinking everything was fine. And they may even have given you a reason that you don't think holds water. But all of a sudden, you're out of work. That's the point. Yeah, or you go to the doctor not expecting a medical diagnosis, but that's exactly what you get. Or you don't go to the doctor and you need mm, a medical diagnosis. That's good. All of a sudden something happens. I had that's good. I had a stroke a couple of years ago. I was just out walking my dog like I normally do in the early hours of the morning. And when I got home, my wife says, your face is drooping, your speech is slurring, mm. let's go to the doctor. And so we headed off to the urgent care. Suddenly, life changed. Wow. And yep. now you had a life-changing uh, thing, sh- too. I was just jumping on a trampoline with my daughter, who was 15 at the time, and broke my neck. Right. <laughs> that was a big that changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Well, Things just happen. It, it, it not only I know from our conversations, it changed your priorities. Absolutely. What was important suddenly became came to the forefront, didn't it? Absolutely. Or I would say what should have been important wow. came to the forefront. Sure, sure. Absolutely, yeah. And yep. Everybody's been to the precipice. You've looked down and you've thought, oh, man, this is scary. Sometimes you get pushed off the precipice. Mm. That's what we're talking about here today and giving you some insights. And it's based on interviews we've had with other people that have shared their thoughts. And this is episode number five. We thought, number we, hey, hey. Look at us. Yes, we're still going. We're still going. <laughs> seven is the goal. We want to yeah. break seven. We're almost but, there. But uh, yeah, it'll be easy because um, there's a plethora of things to share that could be done. So let's talk about the first episode. What did we talk about in that first episode? Talk it out. Share your feelings. Yeah. Don't don't stifle it. Yeah. Uh, you know, e- even if it's not a matter of uh, sharing your pain, it can be a matter of hearing i know this is what i liked 
after my stroke, I wanted desperately, I was hungry for a normal life for me again. Yes. And that wasn't going to happen. So then I turned to other people and I wanted to hear about their normal life. What are they doing that makes a difference? Wow. I love that. Yeah. Their projects, things like that. But talk it out. Just don't hold it in. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was learning to to share my feelings. So when I hear talk it out, it's sharing those feelings. Um, and as we share those feelings, we are far less weighed down. And then people can come alongside of you and, and help you. And that's not easy for everybody to share your feelings. It's not. Certainly wasn't for me. Yeah, I think you referred to it as a process of learning how to a share practice. Your yeah, practice. A practice. Right. Yeah. A practice. Yep. Yep. Still practicing. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yep. So then in our second episode, we covered a different subject. Stop pursuing the why. Yeah. You can get so stuck on looking. Well, a why is a blame. You're looking for a, somebody to blame, even if it's to blame yourself. You can get stuck on that treadmill. What if? What if I had done this? What if? Why did I do this? Or, or I think a lot of people, I'll speak for myself, is I used to get stuck there. Like if I just understood why, if I just knew why, then I could move on. That actually is never the answer. You're still, in fact, you're going to get stuck with that answer of why. Well, and you're going to probably come up with more than one why. Correct. And so then now who do you blame? And ultimately the why doesn't matter that sounds harsh maybe but it doesn't really matter because it happened it doesn't matter anymore Mm -hmm. um yeah so we should turn our why into a what what can i do now what can i do how do i move forward yeah that should be the focus and that's what we talked about in episode two in episode three we kind of went into another whole coping skill and that was enlisting a team wow how valuable that one that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah really going out there intentionally intentionally fine we're not supposed to walk this world alone no man is an island we're supposed to do this in community with people you trust safe environments safe people yeah safe is the key word there isn't it right because we quite often don't share with people we don't necessarily know we're Mm -hmm. safe with Uh, but when we're enlisting a team again you're looking for people that you can you can feel safe because that opens up the avenue of conversation absolutely and and it opens up just help but not everyone's for you that was a hard lesson for me in life not everybody is for you so it is important when you're enlisting a team that it, like we said they're safe you can trust them and they're going to show up yeah everybody isn't for you wow yeah. that's a yeah. hard lesson it is it, a hard it's lesson. amazing how that when sudden uh, trauma hits your life how you find out who your real friends are and you have different uh seasons it's a spectrum of friends mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's certain friends that are really in deep other friends are oh they're all hands-on wanting to help you some will come and go so enlisting a team is a ever evolving process yeah and i trust that process i trust that process yeah we we really want to be open to that and uh you might be uh you might find you have some different friends doesn't mean they're good, bad, or ugly friends. It just means they're just friends on different levels and, and for different seasons. 
and I know just thinking of my my circle, if you will, there are certain friends that I turn to, like one of my um, really good friends is great at processing through things wow. with me, yeah. whereas another may not be. So depending on what's going on, I'm I'm I just I'm aware of strengths in my friends. Like here, I'm going to go to her for this and her for this, and then hopefully come together and I hope, work it I all hope out. You, our listeners are picking up what Michelle's talking about that she's being intentional about her friends and what she needs herself. Yeah, yeah. That's a practice too. It is. And our fourth episode kind of took another different task. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about episodes, we have a number of episodes, but it's gleaned down to 10 points. And if you ever get too anxious and don't want to wait, you can go to our website, check out the website, learn more about us, communicate with us, tell us your story. And what's that website, Barry? And Remind the it's listeners. At www, of course, talksabouthope.com. Talksabouthope.com. And if you go there, you'll see the book that we're basing these 10 coping skills it's called Broken But Not Defeated. So good. And, and Barry himself is the author. Well, yeah. It was something I did after I had my was, stroke. Yeah. I realized these are things that I learned. And I was cornering people on the street. I'd run into them and see them with a cane. I corner people at the local portillos. I could see you doing that. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Well, I felt like, hey, if I'm walking around with a cane, I can ask anybody else Absolutely. what's going on, you know. You and, have a little uh, advantage. Yeah, so uh, after all these conversations between Michelle and myself, we've talked to so many people. And if you get tired of the podcast, don't want to hang in there, you can always get the book and read all 10 at your pace. Or even these podcasts, you can listen to them at your pace, which is a great segue into the fourth episode in Study Up. Study Up. Man, what power to know what you're talking about. Knowledge is power. It really, mm -hmm. really is. You you uh, are thrust into an unexpected situation, so you need to sit down, hit the books, and learn about this. Now, I've gone to YouTube, and I've listened to a plethora. I used that word twice today. <laughs> Maybe I'll word. use it a third time before. The word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, on YouTube, I just typed in my situation and I got a, a whole group of people sharing their, I love uh, that. their concepts. Yeah. And that's that can be so healing oh, and helpful. I, I mean, as stupid as sounding as this may be, I learned how to pronounce certain medications. <laughs> that's not stupid. You know, I would go on YouTube when I first started reading the Bible, I would go on YouTube to learn how to pronounce some of the names. It, I'm it like, can what be does this say? <laughs> it can be so challenging. My tongue wasn't made for that. <laughs> That is good. Mm. Yeah, studying up. So whether, like we're talking about whether it's a medical diagnosis. Um, so I'll talk about myself, depression, anxiety, which I have been diagnosed with. Learning about those diseases is quite helpful. Yeah, I, I mean, I love what Michelle started off with here is that you may not be there now. You may not have dark times in your life, mm. but 
you will probably experience dark times or in your kids' lives or in friends that you know or in all of the above. And we're not negative Nellies, but we are realists because yeah. we do live in a, oh. in a dark and broken world at times and you just never know when life's going to hit you hard. I know. So we want to help prepare you for that. Yeah, Michelle has it right. I mean, Michelle, the other day I was listening to all these podcasts, you know, because we've just crossed the threshold into the new year. Mm -hmm. So all these podcasts are on self-improvement. Ten things to do to be successful in mm -hmm. business. They're all like that. And here, this podcast, we said, no, life is not all about those ten things. It's just not. It, it's, it's not, not even real. realistic. No. But, of course, I understand that they don't want to talk about negative things but we're heading hitting them head on we're, we're hitting telling them head you on. what you can do and we've given you four so far we're in the fifth well we're in the fourth today uh one more time we're hitting this study button where else could people study where could they go to learn more it's funny my mind went to the library i'm so old school but you, there's so many, I'm a reader, so there's so many books sure. to just learn. Well, and the beauty of a book is that, well, and you can rewind tapes too, but it's not as, it's a little more cumbersome, I think. Absolutely, I, I agree. On a book, if I want to reread the last three sentences, I just look up. <laughs> or something when, you know, when I read certain things will hit me that'll highlight. Yeah. And I want to keep that in my heart. And, you know, by taking on the education personally, you're, you're taking it on in a level that you need. You're focusing on a specific topic that you're looking for answers through, and it gives you something you can take into the doctor's office. Agreed. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you can say something to the doctor, and uh, they'll uh, be able to answer your question. And studying up, I know people are coming to mind. Listening to other people's stories can be very helpful. So, for example, you know, if I, when I was first diagnosed with depression, anxiety, I had no idea what that meant, what it looked like. Even though I had it for my entire life, I didn't know that. So to, to surround myself and learn more about it through people's experiences definitely was a part of studying up. Yeah, I mean, let's let look look at depression. So mm -hmm. there is a perfect example. You might think, "Well, I'm not depressed." Are you laying in bed longer? Mm -hmm. Are you laying there with dead thoughts? Are you worrying yeah. about all these things? Are indications, and you might be tempted to isolate yourself as a coping skill, but that's not powerful. Not powerful. In fact, it's the opposite of powerful. That will steal your power. But I do know a lot of people who are just walking, walking through life. I don't want to use the term dead, you know, but like walking through life, really no, no joy, no happiness, just living day to day, going through the motions. And a lot of times there could be a little level of depression there unbeknownst to that person. That's my story. I just had no idea. I was just so used to the way I lived my life. Sure. You know, even Jesus, uh, the comments found in the Bible about Jesus said that he grew in wisdom and stature. Mm -hmm. So, he, you know, here's the son of God. Does he need to go to school? He did. He studied. He paid attention. He, he engaged and he studied up. He educated himself. 
It's wisdom. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's just a great example how we need to take this to heart. And uh, it really addresses something I mentioned in episode four, is that whenever a dark time comes, deep water comes, and you're facing it, the one thing you lose in the midst of that is control. And by reading and by setting up a schedule of hitting the books and studying, whether it's watching a YouTube once a week or twice a week or whatever amount of time you want to dedicate it to or that you have available, that's the reality, is that you are taking control back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that powerful? Oh, so powerful. Yeah, you 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 don't go from the victim anymore. I love that. Yeah. You don't you're no longer you're a no victim. longer a victim. Mm-hmm. Just by simply by picking up a book. And that in itself is very empowering. Oh, wow. And as you do that yes. with each day, you will literally feel stronger. You will. You yep. will feel more on top of the whole situation. You won't be just kicked around by the situation right. anymore. You right. are leading the situation. Yes. You're not <laughs> defeated. Yeah. You were talking about uh, finding somebody to go to war with. Yes. On one of our podcasts. I, yes. I love that imagery. Well, it's, you know, that's, I, I can't remember where I read this or learned it. It was on um, a message, on a sermon on YouTube. But they were talking about relationships, choosing someone to marry and be um, for be what I can't choose my words. We'll edit that part out. Talking about relationships when you're choosing someone to marry, they talk about it one time in the Bible, and what they say is choose someone you can go to war with. That's so powerful. Yeah, just that imagery. I mean, I I can picture then what I need. Yes. To do, to be victorious, to move out of victimhood yes. into victor- victory. Uh, that's all out there for you. And and that really is so important. You, you, you don't want somebody that's pulling you down and keeping, you know, there's, there's a lot of truth what they say about misery loves company. So we have to be very aware of who we are spending our time with. And, and I tell you, isn't it true? And this is a perfect example that these podcasts are not just for a person that's hurting. Mm-hmm. How many times have we watched our adult children make stupid decisions mm-hmm. and relationships for sure? I've watched my kids go out and date guys and gals that I think, oh man, why? I, and but, we know, we know they're not the one. Like, no, no we pray we about. Let that fit. That's exact. I say that all the time. Like, we're gonna pray him right out of your life. Pray him out of. <laughs> pray him out of your life. Um, that's a great strategy because you can't go to your kids and say, "Don't do this." They won't accept it that way. No, they actually might stick it out longer. Well, right. But I mean, and I'll speak for myself. I fell into that. I have been single for a really long time now. I think I'm going on nine years. So, by the way, if any of you yeah. are over 50, <laughs> love Jesus. I'm just kidding. Um, but really, I have, yes, I just decided to dedicate my life to the Lord, really. But I, because I've made so many poor decisions where I'm just, I'm not good at that. I think I would be now. But I have, um, I've lived that myself. Yep. 
I think a lot of times you just want to fill a void. There's a lot of people that can identify with that. And uh, and let's let's be honest. If these dark times that you're experiencing uh, right now or in the lives of others around you or at a future time, you may have caused them yourself. And that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't change. It doesn't change what we're saying. It doesn't change our love for you, our grace for you. We just want to help whether it's self-inflicted or not. So thank you for listening to this podcast today. And uh, we're on to a new strategy next week. And so we hope you have enjoyed this and uh, found some help there. We're at uh, talking talksabouthope.com is our website. You're invited to come by and tell us your story, ask your questions, and we'll do our best to answer those questions. I love that you said, tell us your story. I love hearing stories. So please call in, tell us your story. Well, thanks again. Take care. Have a good day. Bye.